Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mdiwa Gavazov of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And uh, for today, we do get into a conversation around uh, you know technology and how all of that is helping um, uh, out there um, in the residential construction industry. Um, if you are listening, uh, you know on today, the day um, you know of recording, it is Wednesday, the first of june you know very chilly morning um in johannesburg you know depending on when uh, you get to listen to this and we are we're going to be talking to uh mike bignold who is the founder and ceo of of uh, cost certified and uh you know they are a canadian-based uh, you know technology startup called uh, uh cost certified and i'm sure that uh, you know for him you know some of the weather that we're experiencing is more like a summer uh, you know to them you know so we're just going to be getting into a conversation just around their decision first to come to south africa um how the reception has been you know what they're trying to do in the local market who they're competing with what they're trying to achieve and uh, i guess you know quite importantly uh, the platform uh, that is underpinning everything that they are doing <music> So for today, Mike, greetings to you on this uh, very chilly um, uh, Wednesday morning in South Africa. Good morning. Yeah, this is a bit chilly for me too. I would say it's more like a fall back home. (laughs) No, I... I've actually, I've actually been uh, to, uh, I've actually been to Canada, you know, on the, I would say the East Coast side, Halifax side, around this time of year, Mayish, Juneish, and uh, I would sort of compare it to our August, September, um, you know, so sort of hot. It was, it was hot, you know, sort of your mid twenties during the day, but yo, it gets you know really cold. So you know, whatever you guys call, you know, your fall, I'm, I'm, I'm quite afraid of what that would look like in the south african context well i come from very far canada is a very big place so we're all the way from the west so we're on the opposite side we're probably closer to mexico than we are to the east coast so um very big place um and a very long flight all the way down here but we are happy to be here no we're certainly glad you know to to hear you know that uh you know south africa has been a, a country that you guys were interested in and you know interested enough to actually come in set up a presence invest um you know in the local market and perhaps that's somewhere we can actually get into this discussion to say um you know as cost certified you know we did um just describe it as being a uh, tech startup you know that uh, you know that provides uh, a lot of capability when it comes to cost estimating software uh, for the residential construction industry what does that actually mean you know within the context of what does the business do and you know the second piece to that discussion you know is the obvious one to say why did you decide that south africa would be a market that you'd want to expand to Yeah. So, um, you know, at its core, cost certified is a software enabled marketplace for residential construction. Um, So in the same way, you, you know, Uber and Airbnb connects guests and um, hosts. We also connect contractors and buyers in the residential construction space. So uh, the core the thing that makes cost certified different are the core differentiator is that we allow contractors to give their customers, which is the homeowner, a real-time interactive buying experience at the point of sale. So 
for example, when you get an estimate and cost certified, it's not really an estimate. It's more like a point of sale. So you would be able to upgrade or downgrade, um, for example, your countertops or your floor, um, upgrade to hardwood floor, upgrade your countertops to quartz, um, add a bathroom or remove a bathroom from the scope of the project. And everything that goes with it goes in and out. Um, And so the price changes instantly in front of you. Um, And you can choose all your selections and all your finishes. So this is something that didn't exist before cost certified. So that's the thing that we've really done differently. Um, And by front loading all the data required for all of that, we've found some happy accidents. For example, we're able to de-risk the construction workflow, which means that we're able to offer low cost uh, financing for consumers. So um, basically now our job is just to leverage all that. And and that's why we're here um, for a recruiting effort. When you look at, uh, I guess, something like uh, the South African market, given everything that uh, you know that you've said, um, as a business, I'm sure it's not a one size fits all type of approach um, that you can perhaps, I guess, insert. Um, you know, when you're running a business. So, from that point of view, do you see it as an opportunity to maybe because some people try to do the copy and paste thing you know perhaps there is uh, there are similarities that you're seeing in the market or do you see south africa as being different enough for you guys to perhaps rejig your business model in such a way uh, that it gives you a different scope for growth um, in terms of your expansion well the the benefit for us is that um we never went with the the modest operandi of wherever we were. So even in North America, the the cost certified approach is very different from how the market was. So the way that construction and estimating worked um, previously is just not how the, we find is the best approach. So for cost certified, we've kind of dictated what we think is the best approach. And we think that works here as well. So we think that works everywhere. Um, But when it comes to hiring here, we're not necessarily hiring here um, to, for example, sell to the local market. We do sell to the local market. We do have uh, a few dozen uh, South African contractors. But a lot of our workers here are going to be um, working with customers all over the world. If I may ask what actually prompted, you know, that particular decision and in that, what type of um, skills are you looking for um, in terms of uh, this hiring drive? Because there's a couple of industries, you know, uh, that I can think of off the top of my head um, where a company like yours, you know, might be interested just from um some of the general trends that we've seen in the market, for example, I think, you know, South Africa is, you know, quite highly rated when it comes to some of its uh, customer support services, you know, supporting companies, um, you know, with customer service, you know, in and around the region and also other parts of the world. And then at the same time, uh, you know, for a lot of technology based companies, um, developer skills, you know, have seemed to be attractive um, in the local market. So, you know, perhaps for someone who's listening to this and is uh, you know interested um you know where are your interests lying in terms of the type of skills uh, that you guys have identified or are looking for in the local market yeah great question um i i li- used to live in cape town and i fell in love with south africa and um that's that's sort of was the starting point um but then i started to realize that it made a lot of business sense to come here because 
there's this untapped market, I think really unleveraged talent pool here. Um, and uh, like you said, the it's not even just engineering talent, it's also design and um, design talent is huge here. Um, and we definitely plan to hire for design and engineering starting in the new year. Uh, but for now, like you also mentioned, uh, the you know sales and customer service and customer support, we're building out a really large customer support and sales um, uh, team here. Uh, and you're right, the, the customer support talent is massive. And the good thing about hiring for that is that we don't actually need any sort of experience with that. Um, we, we hire a very particular type of person. We are very particular about who we hire, but they don't need to come with any skills, background, or experience. We will train for that. And we hope to hire people that are able to move up in the organization because we are growing so fast. One of the things that I like the most about, uh, you know, this this issue of South Africa and its talent is the fact that at least um, the fact that um, you're investing um, in something like South African talent sort of shows the level of skills um, that is available to uh, the local market, albeit, um, albeit at a somewhat, uh, what do you call this, um, albeit at a uh, at a lower price compared to you know other parts of the world, particularly I'm I'm guessing the Silicon Valleys of this world, but uh, labor markets in this world of you know virtual working and the like are competing um, with each other. You've got all of the different hotspots where they're talking about you know the the Philippines, uh, Prague, um, you know India, Dubai, um, Silicon Valley. Like I said, you know Nigerian talent, uh, South African talent. Uh, maybe just as a last point on this uh you know um chat about talent um how do you see uh, the local talent pool i guess comparing um to where you know where you're coming from and the reason i'm asking is because we sort of um see um the fact that there is that internationalization of a lot of companies because you have all of these different pools of capital or um pools of talent sorry all competing with each other what do you make um of the local talent pool and perhaps the the, the real question I'm asking is more about, um, once again, people that are listening to this, there is um, a big uh, jobs crunch at the moment, and people are always thinking about how to, how to get ahead, etc. You know, what do you make of the talent pool, and how can people, you know, I guess, better themselves to better compete and get some of these opportunities? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll address the, you know, the cost one a little bit. Um, I think, I think, you know, a lot of South Africans, um, you know, dream of uh, the grass being greener on the other side. Um, but when you go to Canada, for example, yes, you do get paid more, um, particularly, you know, in, in engineering roles. Um, and the difference between an entry level role in Canada and, a, and an entry level role here is, is significant. But everything costs a lot more as well. So uh, your, your spending power here is much, much greater. Um, and I would say that, you know, you're able to have uh, a very comfortable life here with the, the sort of jobs that we, we, we offer. And so, and you're right, that internationalization is driving competition for talent and it is driving up the cost. So, for example, hiring engineering here does not come at such a great discount as back home. So, uh, you know, if you're if you're an engineering engineer here, you can go online and you can work for some of the biggest companies remotely and, and make good money, um, 
but it comes, it drives up the cost of engineering talent. Um, and so we are seeing that uh, the market is changing right now. So that could change as the market changes and as some layoffs are going to be happening in Silicon Valley. But generally, you can you can do really well in if you go into STEM, no matter where you are. So if you're you know if you're thinking about what what to get into in terms of school or how to get ahead, I would definitely recommend getting into a STEM role: science, science, technology, um, engineering, and mathematics. Yeah, that certainly sounds like uh, some solid advice, and especially when you see um, how the technology companies are still growing, you know, science-based information is still growing, and in almost every sector um, outside of hardcore technology, where they're talking about, um, you know, the health professions, where they're talking about, um, you know, pharmaceuticals, uh, agriculture, um, transport, and the like, a lot of it is technology-driven, so it certainly does make sense that uh, some of your um, some of your stem uh, stem subjects would seem you know very attractive um, in the job market, and uh, I think for now you know you know quite good on that. Uh, I just want to shift uh, very quickly back to the business itself, um, you know, off cost certified because at least now we have a little bit of context. Um, firstly, of what the business does and um, the recruitment drive and why you guys think um, you know South Africa has a good talent pool and what you're trying to achieve. Um, but when it comes to that, then um, you guys spoke about the fact that you guys are growing, you know, quite quickly um, at the moment. How does Cost Certified make its money? And at the moment, uh, maybe you could um, perhaps quantify for us what you mean when you say that uh, you guys are growing uh, rapidly, whatever you can share with us. Sure. Yeah, we're growing between uh, 15 and 30 percent a month, depending on the month. Um, we uh, basically means that we have to keep hiring. Uh, Cost Certified makes its money primarily through subscription revenue at the moment. Uh, we are launching payments and marketplace functionality, which is going to mean that payments and financing and insurance and other fintech type products are going to start to be our primary revenue stream uh, in the coming months. So, uh, for example, over $100 million U.S. is is transacted through cost certified, and so uh, now we're starting to tap into that as a revenue stream. Okay, that's uh, that's actually quite an interesting one because yes, annuity based revenue is a big play in the uh, what you call this in the technology sector at the moment, and I guess the fintech part of the business uh, certainly makes sense. What's the rationale for that? Um, I, I guess the fintech play, particularly uh, the payments part of things, because. I think at the moment um, a lot of um, a lot of businesses um, over over in the sector, um, a lot of people are creating a lot of marketplaces, etc. Um, why did you decide that uh, the financing pieces um, were were where you were going to you know make your make your margins? Yeah, so that's a great question. It when we were building out the software, we we, we sort of didn't mastermind it all from the beginning, it ended up being where we kind of realized halfway through that the way that we were building it, which by the way, is a totally different way of estimating. It's not like no one understands how it works until they get in and start using it and we teach them. So it's it's a very unique way of estimating. But the way that we've done it and the way that we've front loaded all this data, it it's one of the happy accidents from it is that we're able to de-risk the construction workflow. 
And the construction workflow is actually very risky because you end up sending lump sum payments to, for example, a general contractor. And then you're sort of hoping that they're going to send their lump sum payments to their subcontractors or their vendors or suppliers. And if they don't do that, um, particularly in North America, you'll get a lien on your house um, as a consumer. So, and then that means that you're basically paying twice for work that's not even done. Um, and it, so that whole scenario is very risky, particularly for um, financing. So if you're getting financing as a consumer, the lender has to underwrite not just you as, a, as, 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 the, um, as the buyer, but also the whole workflow all the way down. So how the, they have to underwrite the contractors and the subcontractors and the vendors to make sure that everyone's going to do their part, because if they don't, um, the, the lender is going to be liable. So, um, that's why, um, c- construction lending is very expensive. It's, it's seldom do banks do that. Um, and typically they need to send someone to site to track progress. So based on the way, because of the way cost certified works, we're able to eliminate that manual work and we're able to eliminate that primary vector of risk, which means that we're able to offer financing at a much lower rate. Um, at much better terms and to many more people. All right. Now, um, now that we have a bit of a lay of the land when it comes to the platform itself, how you guys are making money and, you know, all of, uh, you know, some of those uh, functionalities, maybe you could give us a very simple walkthrough, you know, um, maybe I am in some part of, uh, let's say in your home country, some part of Canada, for example, um, I am doing a construction project. I've just gotten a new house. It's a mid-century modern you know, type of construction, and I want to renovate it. Um, you know, talk to me just about, you know, what am I seeing on the platform uh, for people that decide, okay, fine, we're going to use cost certified, you know, what are some of the uh, tools and levers, you know, in terms of dashboard uh, that they are likely to be greeted with, you know, just that uh, brief walkthrough? Sure, yeah. So what would happen is that you, your contractor would get your information. They'd probably visit you on site. They'd figure out what you'd want to renovate. They would then for them on their side, maybe they bring an iPad with them. It's a really simple drag and drop. So they can say, okay, add the bathroom, um, add a kitchen, um, whatever it might be, they can add that to the scope of the project. And then all they do, and then it's a matter of just taking measurements. So cost certified reduces that estimating work into a step-by-step wizard. So the person that visits your house um, to give you an estimate on your renovation may know nothing at all about construction uh, estimating. So they don't need to be a quantity surveyor. They don't need to know how to estimate. They don't need to know anything about construction because cost certified reduces the work of estimating into a step-by-step wizard. So basically it'll ask you questions like, is, is there a fireplace included? You know, uh, do you want one sink or two sinks? is how what is the floor area what is the ceiling height things like that and so you just answer those questions and the quote gets created automatically so the that then at that point the contractor would then press send the the customer would get an email or an sms with a secure link to their portal and it would take them into their portal they'd have an account automatically and they would be able to choose to accept or decline or request an alteration um, from the quote from their quote portal, and from the customer side, they get a they get a configuration tool where they can 
choose which faucet they want, which light they want. Um, they can add and remove things. So maybe they decide that the estimate is too expensive. And so maybe they want to remove the bathroom from the scope of the project and they can do that instantly. So they can just press remove and it will take everything that goes into the bathroom, the tile, the electrical, the plumbing, anything that goes into the bathroom will be removed from the scope instantly without needing to call the contractor and have an awkward conversation asking them to re-estimate it from start from scratch. So that's sort of the experience. And then from there, they can choose to uh, add an insurance product and book the project and then pay for it all electronically. The, you know, I'm actually on the cost certified website right now, and I'm actually seeing a an example um, of uh, two different uh, kitchen upgrades and how the the costs would differ depending on whether a person was to get you know basic fittings uh, such as your tiles your cabinets um you know versus getting uh, modern fit modern fittings maybe quartz um quartz countertops or um hardwood floors you know very interesting you know to see something like that one of the things i'm quite curious with everything that you've just said is when it comes to selling um, a platform like this, uh, I guess I'm asking a bit of a chicken and an egg uh, type of question is, um, who is the point of entry for you guys? Who do you actually, um, who have you guys actually targeted? Do you target the um, contractors, you know, so that they start using the tool and thereby, you know, get uh, their customers who are actually renovating to use this tool? Or do you target the people that are actually renovating themselves and then they get their contractors um, to use the tool? Where have you found uh, the best reception? Yeah, great question. Uh, we... We target right now the contractor. So we what we do is we do an ROI calculation with the contractor. It's a very easy sell. Basically, consumers are much more likely to buy from a contractor that uses cost certified because the, cus the customer knows exactly what they're getting and they can choose what they're getting themselves at the point of sale, which is just not how it's done outside of cost certified. So because of that, they're much more likely to buy and because they're more mu much more likely to buy um, the contractor will make up their monthly fee very quickly. <laughs> probably they probably make their yearly fee up in the first month. So, so for us, we sell that we sell to the contractors who then bring on their customers the same way that they ever did in the past. Um, very, very. It's a very uh, seamless onboarding for the for the end user. And starting in August and September, we're going to have uh, a way of onboarding from the consumer side. So. Uh, a home a homeowner would be able to come on and basically put in their city where they're building. They could choose what they're building or what they're renovating and, and then find a contractor from there that's already in the system or invite the current contractor. And then we can do it from the homeowner angle. You know, one of the reasons I did ask that question is, um, you know, a lot of people do embark on, um, on these renovation projects around the world, you know, that part is nothing new, but, you know, particularly in, you know, places like North America, uh, you see there's quite a bit of a DIY type of culture where people embark on these projects on their own. Um, so I, I was actually quite interested to hear how uh, that, you know, particular dynamic, uh, you know, actually fits in. Yeah. And the, the, the idea 
in the future is to have it so that the consumers can, for example, take care of some of the work themselves and maybe find a subcontractor for things like plumbing and electrical that are a little bit more involved and might be a little over their heads um, and sort of choose picking and choosing and just subcontracting out the pieces that, you know, sort of is above them. All right. Um, you did say earlier on that you guys are um, selling um, into um, the local market here in South Africa. Um, how has, you know, um, whatever business you have been able to do um, in South Africa, how has been that reception? Um, and what type of projects have you found uh, people to be using the tool for? Yeah, um, we we have been selling into the local market. Um, things that uh, we found here is for renovations, um, repairs, sort of like general fix-it type things, um, fences, um, decking. Uh, a lot of a lot of different things can be used with cost certified, and the, and the value is the upgrading and configuration tool that the the homeowners get to enjoy by choosing the features of whatever they're building. And the competitive landscape, um, because, you know, with, with a platform like, um, you know, what you're talking about, one would wonder, you know, are you guys competing with anyone else? Have you sort of created, you know, your own little market with, uh, with this platform? Um, how is the landscape? Well, I always used to worry um, that someone was doing this or why, why hasn't someone done this? Someone must have done this. Uh, and it turns out that it's a very hard thing to accomplish. So it took us a number of years to build. Um, and the reason is that it's just very, very complex. There's a lot of moving parts to accomplish this. So uh, fortunately, we we don't have any serious competition on what we are particularly doing on our approach. Typically, when we're onboarding a contractor, they're using email or paper still or uh, PDFs uh, or some sort of a, a estimate or PDF builder to do their estimating, which really is does not make their lives any easier it actually just adds uh, another level of complexity so for our 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 goal is to do a 10x improvement on the lives of our contractors we want we want to we want if we're going to add technology to contractors lives we want it to improve their workflow by 10 times and if it doesn't then it's just adding complexity all right. And, uh, you know, one hopes that uh, when it comes to putting in that uh, 10x um, improvement over time, one can imagine uh, that that is a high level um, of uh, investment uh, that you guys uh, are, are currently putting in or have um, already put in. And I think that's a good place for us to end today's discussion because uh, there's all of that investment in the technology. And at the same time, we did start off this discussion um, around the issue of hiring in the local market in South Africa and one you know whenever we talk to um, you know startups and businesses that are scaling um, we always like to ask around uh, the funding journey you know whatever you can share to uh, share with us around um, you know capital raises etc are you capital ra are you raising capital at the moment you know um, whatever you can share with us about any previous capital raises how are you guys funded yeah we we got out of Y Combinator last uh, last September, uh, and we raised a, a really significant seed round that looks more like an A typically um, after Y Combinator. Uh, and so we are working to be cash flow positive so that we don't need to raise and we aren't raising at the moment. So we're, we'll probably end up doing a raise uh, at the beginning of next year. 
at the beginning of next year. So that's been it, you know, very fascinating discussion. Uh, we were in conversation um, with Mike Bignold, who is the founder and CEO of uh, Cost Certified. Uh, they are a, can- a Canadian-based tech startup um, that actually specializes in cost estimating software uh, for the residential construction industry. One of the big things that I'm quite interested to see is... Um, how this tool is going to be received, um, you know, on the African continent and especially, um, you know, by people, um, with all the projects that are going on right now. We've spoken, uh, quite a bit, uh, in, um, in previous times about how, um, when it comes to economic recoveries, which is where a lot of countries around the world do find themselves, one of the biggest levers that is pulled by um, governor, by governments as well as private sector players is construction. When it comes to, uh, particularly on the side of government, when it comes to public works projects um, and the like, infrastructure, that tends to be, you know, one of the big things that people draw on uh, to be able to stimulate the economy. So what does that look like, um, you know, when it comes to um, local markets, South Africa, I'm looking at uh, the rest of the continent, you know, where is uh, the demand going to be uh, strongest for, you know, a tool like this? Uh, what are some of the the main points um, of friction, you know, because one can imagine, uh, Mike was talking about the fact that a lot of people are still using, you know, paper, PDF builders and the like. Um, What type of friction do you encounter when it comes to implementing a new type of technology? How receptive are people, you know, just because something um, is easier to use, you know, in a sense, does not necessarily mean that will always be uh, met with a warm reception because at the end of the day human beings tend to be creatures um, of habit so we do wait to see how all of that is going to develop and uh, just to see how um, the local the local market is going to take something like that on so for today thank you so much mike uh, for being with us thank you so much for having me this is mudiwa's take very fascinating discussion just around, you know, tool like uh, cost certified. Uh, but I was just thinking about the practical implications of, uh, you know, pieces of software like this um, and platforms like this. Uh, thinking to, you know, a, a recent um, experience that I had uh, moving out of a certain apartment. And usually when you move into an apartment, they ask, uh, you know, for a deposit. Um, at least, you know, I'm just talking about uh, my experience in Johannesburg, you are asked for a deposit of some sort, uh, which is usually equivalent to about a month's worth of rent. Um, And then um, there's a check uh, that's done at the beginning to say that everything is in order, all cupboards, all doors, windows, uh, door frames, doors, walls, everything is in order. And then when you move out of a place, um, you then have um, a check as you leave, you know, to see if anything had been broken. Uh, what state did you leave the place and what damage, um, if any, what needs to be repaired? And then from there, the costs are deducted from your deposit and then you then uh, get um, your deposit back. And I remember one of the first times I ever did something like that a few years ago um, upon exit of an apartment, um, that estimation certainly took about a week and a half 
uh, or so uh, to get back to us in terms of, okay, fine, this is how you've left the place and uh, this is how much is returned to you, if anything. Um, but the most recent example um, earlier this year, I can definitely say uh, that was a much smoother and faster experience. Because when we did uh, the final check, I remember the building manager at the time actually had um, a platform um, that uh, was tablet based that uh, he was using, um, and it, it so I had visions of that when Mike was talking about cost certified. Um, it's within a completely different context uh, because here we're talking about assessing damage and all of that stuff. But uh, this guy was able to take pictures and estimate, um, you know, all of the different uh, you know places where. You know, something might need to be repainted, a a fitting needs to be replaced or something like that. And all of that, yeah, he was then able to give me an on-the-spot estimate to say, this is likely how much it's going to cost to repair and uh, this is likely how much of your deposit you're going to get back. So instead of, you know, waiting a week, um, I was able to get that. And, you know, after a couple of days, I did get confirmation to say that uh, the estimate that I got um, on the day of, of exit was actually you know more or less where we were so all of these platforms you know working um to simplify and even shorten uh, some of these processes so i'm just relating that um to someone to say that okay fine um, if you're going to be doing a renovation if people are doing something like that on the side of you know simple assessments of buildings etc uh, what more when people are doing renovations so you know you know quite a, quite a bit of um leeway in terms of all the opportunities uh, that are there in the space you wouldn't have thought about it but i guess uh, that's why entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs they do identify some of these stumbling blocks come up with solutions and uh, therefore try to monetize them so no doubt uh, that a business like cost certified has some room to grow um, execution uh, will definitely be quite key uh, just around how they you know go forward and particularly in the south african market keen to see how they'll be able to expand And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.